Hello, I'm Mel Schuett, and thank you so much for joining us here at Quarto Kids Cast. Yes, you heard that right. We're no longer Quarto Author Chats, and that's because we've decided to shift our focus a little bit and concentrate just on our kids' titles for a while. Today, I'm excited to kick off this whole new series of podcast interviews with guest Zoe Tucker, author and creator of the Friends Change the World series. We all have different strengths and weaknesses, and that's okay. And I think that's so important for children to know. They don't have to be good at everything. They they just need to do what they love, and the right thing will come out. Hopefully you got a chance to check out We Are the Supremes and We Are the Beatles, the first two books in the series, which published last month. These books are phenomenal for so many reasons, but the main one that stands out to me is that they celebrate the power of friendship across so many different spaces. Music, sports, science, you name it. We get to see the inherent power in friendship to change the world and make it a better place. So here is my conversation with the author of the Friends Change the World series, Zoe Tucker. Hi, I'm Zoe Tucker, and I am the author of Friends Change the World series. Welcome to the podcast, Zoe. I'm so excited to have you here to talk about Friends Change the World and your work in general. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I would love to start by talking about what inspired this series. Oh, that's a really great question. Um, I, When I was writing Greta, my starting point actually had been thinking about um, being brave and standing up and doing something and how if you're brave enough to just take that few seconds, few minutes to make a stand, other people will join you. And the idea of working together to create change underpinned everything about Greta and the Giants. And that was something that I am feeling really passionate about. And um, I have a great editor and we sat and we noodled around some ideas and we bounced them off each other. And we came up with that there are hundreds of people who team up around the world. They have different um strengths and weaknesses but together they can do these incredible things things that you wouldn't be able to do on your own and when you take the time to look up and see other people around you and see what they're doing and when you can support them in what they're doing that's when these great friendships and partnerships happen and i think we all have different strengths and weaknesses and that's okay. And I think that's so important for children to know. They don't have to be good at everything. They they just need to do what they love and the right thing will come out. And But if they work with the people around them, who knows what's ahead of them? Does that make sense? That does make sense. It's just strength in numbers. And I mean, you... Yeah, exciting, isn't it? Though? It's, it's um, I think, that, like you say, strength in numbers yeah. and just seeing other people and raising each other up and I know that um, I'm sure right now where we're all at home and we're in this pandemic world where we've become in essentially little islands it's now we need to do that more than ever we need to see each other and hear what each other is doing and try and raise those voices up and support each other absolutely and find our common shared experiences yeah there are a lot of them 
Yeah, absolutely. And have fun. At the end of it, we've just got to have some fun. And like, you know, books and illustrations and stuff. So how do you sort of choose what topic you want to explore? And why did you choose to do sort of two at a time? We, we started with the Beatles and Supremes, and then we've got NASA and Apollo 11 coming in the fall, correct? That's exactly right. Yeah. And we've got a plan for the next four coming up. Um, in all honesty, I think um, my editor and I, Georgia, we were super excited about the musicians and it just felt really accessible. I got very excited about researching. I love researching these subjects. Um, and so that was really where that started, just to find something that I think people would relate to immediately. Um, great friendships that you know have changed the world. I think it's really, we sat down and we talked together for a long time about what friendship meant to us. And it's such a good question to ask yourself. And I think for me, friendship, I've, I think back about strong friendships I've had through the years. And it's definitely people that are there for you. Um, hello, high water. Can I say that? Hello, high water. Do you know Absolutely what I mean? Can. <laughs> yeah. And that will, that are reliable, that are comforting, that are, that are fun and good to be around. And that also help you dream and give you the belief in yourself that you can achieve those dreams. And I think with the two stories that we've got, it pulls on some of those ideas immediately. Is there a reason you chose to start with music? Oh, I, well, I love music. I am, um, do you play any instruments? I used to play piano and I'm a terrible whistler. How about you? Oh, that's, I, you know, no one has ever said whistling to me. Um, <laughs> so I play the piano too, and I also played the flute. And so I'm, I mean, music is, I, it's a big part of what I do. And I sing in a choir and, you know, for me, music is something over the years where I've discovered that I would much rather do things together as a group. Have you ever done solo performances in front of people? I have, and it was horrible. I yeah, you remember the, the sweaty palms and the, I remember doing piano recitals and I've played at weddings and you sit there for the five minutes before and your palms are sweating and you're freaking out inside. I much prefer playing in an orchestra or singing in a choir where you have your role, you have your part to play, but then you come together and there's this incredible sound that just envelops you and you're part of that. I find that really euphoric. So yeah, music is a big thing in my life and that's maybe why we started with music. And then I feel like I have to dig just a little bit deeper and ask why you chose the Supremes and the Beatles. Oh, well, the, the Beatles is especially close to my heart. Um, my uh, brother-in-law was a big fan who, well, actually there are people who aren't fans of the Beatles, but I feel like everyone has a Beatles song that is their favorite. And the Supremes makes me think of my mum. So I feel like there's a family connection in both of those. That is so sweet. I think, yeah, for a, I think for a lot of people, there's sort of that that familial connection. I know yeah. I have a Beatles story or two. <laughs> Do you have a favorite song? It's a hard question, this one. It is a hard question. And I'm going to be super basic and say Blackbird. Oh, yeah, really nice. That's a beautiful um, one. Bless my mother. She, we, I think it used to, Beatles used to be on the radio every single Sunday and we used to listen to the Beatles every single Sunday. So I did hit a point where I'm like, I can't listen to any more Beatles, but I haven't hit that point with the Supremes yet. So. Oh, really? I'm surprised. Yeah. I, I sort of um, rediscover bits of the Beatles all the time. 
and there's um, lots of their acoustic music which pops up and you just hear them having fun in the studio which and actually if you um if you look on itunes there are some wonderful little snippets of video at the end of each album which really gives you an insight into their friendship and how they did just goof around all the time it's really delightful I think you can probably feel that in a lot of their albums, too. You're like, they were having so much fun when they recorded. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with the Supremes, one thing that really stood out to me when I was researching them is just how hard they worked and how they pushed against everything that was in front of all the obstacles in front of them. They didn't let it get them down and they just kept working hard. Everything from like the harmonies, the way they... Um, presented themselves everything was just rehearsed and meticulous and it was yeah they paved the way for female singers I think for years to come looking to stay up to date on everything Porto Kids has to offer sign up to receive our e-newsletters and we'll stay in touch with the latest upcoming books creator interviews book giveaways and more sign up to stay in touch at cordonose.com forward slash newsletter. That's Quartonose, Q-U-A-R-T-O-K-N-O-W-S dot com forward slash newsletter. Absolutely. And that sort of brings me to my next question, which is, you know, people like the, the, the women in the Supremes and then the Beatles, they lived, some of them are still alive. They've lived varied lives. There's a lot that's happened. How do you as a writer sort of pick the Supremes and then pare it down into a 32-page picture book? Oh, that's such a good question. I am, well, like I said, I really enjoy the research angle. And I think because these two books and our um, third and fourth book, which are about the space program, they're, I'm very lucky because they're fairly contemporary. So there is a lot of material to dig into. So I've been reading lots of books about both of them um, and then there's audio clips and interviews online so you can hear them and see them and um, get to feel what they were like. I think I do an awful lot of scribbling and writing um, so I sort of just like a stream of consciousness and then look for that tiny detail that the little unique element that well the thing that makes them unique and try and pair it as you say down into a 32 page story it just needs to be a simple moment that defines them that's very interesting because I guess I'm trying to think about how this relates to your first book with us Greta and the Giants which came out at the end of 2019 and that was sort of nonfiction wrapped up in a sort of fiction package where you know there were sort of these like nonfiction elements but when we got when we get to this new series friends change the world it's more like if you could it's very it's nonfiction. there's no yeah. fictionalized parts so how do you find that your writing process is like is different between creating something that's nonfiction, but sort of base or sorry uh, excuse me some creating something that is fictionalized but yeah. based fiction like Breda and the Giants versus something that's straight nonfiction. Yeah, that is, gosh, your questions are really good. <laughs> Keep me on my toes today. Um, so I should probably explain that my, um, my day job and my career is in children's publishing and I've worked as a designer specializing in picture books pretty much 
specializing in pitch books for the last sort of 16, 17 years. So I spend every day in the world of picture books and mostly they are fictional, not uh, straight nonfiction stories. So um, Greta and the Giants came about because I teach an illustration course online and um, I write the text for the students to work from. And so I was sitting thinking about um, a fictional story and I just, I, like I say earlier, it came about thinking about doing something brave, standing up and uh, making a change. And I was also thinking about at the time, there was an awful lot of protest all around the world. It felt like every week, every week you could see somebody rising up and protesting and people joining. And I was wondering what that felt like to be in this world as a four-year-old and seeing those sorts of scenes. Was it scary? Was it exciting? Was it confusing? And so I was looking for somebody who was doing it in a really positive way. And that's how I thought about Greta. And I sort of pulled all those strands together. But because I was trying to write a picture book text, I just made it like a fairy tale and sort of riffed off of Greta's story, really, and tried to make it accessible for a four-year-old. Writing uh, Friends Change the World is different, but there are similarities. The structure of a picture book is still embedded into the French change the world there's still an element of drama there's still um, highs and lows as you follow the story even though it's a it's a real story there's always the drama there's always something in there so it's just about how you distill it down into those 32 pages to make it like a picture book does that make sense it does make sense yeah and Again, you I feel like everything sort of ties together when I have a question for you. But you mentioned that you, you know, you've got a very strong background in design work, but I don't believe you've done any illustrations, correct? No, that is correct. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what is it like for you to work with different illustrators? I should say every book in the Friends Change the World series is illustrated by a different illustrator. And then on top of that, you obviously had Zoe, another Zoe, um, Persico from uh, Greta and the Giant. So what is it like to work with different illustrators? Oh, it's fantastic. And I think with Friends Change the World, I've been so blessed with my two illustrators. They've done a beautiful job. And um, I think one thing that has been humbling to see, because I suppose in my day job, when I'm not writing the books, when I'm designing and art directing other people's books, I come in it as a come into it as a fresh set of eyes and I'm really I'm team illustrator I, I look after the illustrator throughout the whole job um, for Friends Change the World I've written the books and I've art directed and designed them as well and it's so humbling to be slightly deeper into that process and to really see um, what the illustrators are doing and respect their role in it and it's an equal thing Mel you know it's the author has one voice the illustrator has another and it's that bringing together of the two that makes the book what it is it's an even balance do you know what I mean absolutely I mean illustrators I'm I'm an illustration person myself and the amount of energy they can bring to a text is incredible yeah and it, and it's completely unique and I think um seeing your words come to life seeing somebody else take your words and make them into those images and bring the story to life it's just 
amazing. It's so magical. Um, I feel very, very lucky to have the illustrators that I do. I bet. We've got Apollo 11 and NASA coming this fall. Are you allowed to tell us what we might have coming up after that? Oh, I don't think I can, actually. I'm going to keep it top secret. Keep it top secret for now, like a NASA. Yeah. yeah. But I'm super excited about the space ones. We are just in, um, we're doing the roughs at the moment. So the pages are designed and the artists have delivered their roughs and they're looking so good. Um, two completely different artists again and they're bringing to it their style and their flair and it, it's just really exciting. It's got to be just so much fun to watch, especially yeah. again, you've got so many different illustrators bringing your words to life. It's just, it's interesting to see people's different perspectives. And yeah, absolutely. Fun thing. Well, before we wrap up our time together, I want to ask you one final question for you to share with our listeners. What makes you love a book? Oh, I think it has to be. I'm going to I'm going to answer this question from a point of view of the books that I like to read now as um, in my time. I think it has to be compelling characters. You know, it's somebody that you really root for. And I think like they can be a villain, they can be a hero, but something that a character that you truly believe in and that you want to see succeed and go on to do great things. I think that would be it. And a gripping story, obviously, that you can't put down. And good illustrations and good book design. And good book design and good illustrations. Uh, a magical world where it transports you somewhere completely different. Books are amazing. That they are. Thank <laughs> you so much for stopping by and talking to me, Zoe. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. The first two books in the Friends Change the World series, The Supremes and The Beatles, are available online and in bookstores and libraries worldwide. We'd love to see you subscribe to Cardo Kids Cast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find all available episodes at anchor.fm slash Cast. And hey, if you're enjoying Cardo Kids Cast, we'd be grateful if you left a review so others can hear about it too. Special thanks to Scott Holmes for our theme music, Steve Roth for his promotional vocal stylings, Zoe Tucker for stopping by to talk to us, and of course you, the listener, for tuning in. Until next time.